You are listening to the MZBC Students Greenhouse Podcast. For more information about Mount Zion Baptist Church, go to mzbc.net slash students or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mzbcstudents. So um, I like to think that I'm cool, uh, even though I know that I'm not. Uh, so tonight's, uh, tonight's message uh, is titled, uh, You Do You. You guys heard that phrase before? You guys know what I'm talking about? You know it? Yeah? Heard it? Raise your hand. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so typically, uh, when that phrase is said, uh, they mean, believe whatever you want. Do whatever you want. You do you. Do you. you do whatever you want. But tonight, I'm going to suggest a different meaning to that phrase. You do you, in the context in which I'm uh, going to be talking about tonight, is that you be the person that God has created you to be, and you'd be okay with that. Make sense? So tonight, specifically, we're talking about the talents, the abilities, the gifts, call it whatever you want. It's kind of the same. All those words have the same sort of connotations, unless you talk about money with talents, but uh, we're not talking about that. Uh, So the talents, the abilities that God gives us, right, whether you think you have them or not, God has given you, uh, or at some point will give you a gift or an ability to use for his purposes. So now we're going to talk about that a little bit. So turn to 1 Peter. It's all the way in the back, back of the Bible. It's right before 2 Peter, if that helps. Um, Further non-helping statements. uh, In my Bible, it's on page 1016. Uh, So so we're in 1 Peter. We're going to be in chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. there? You there? Bible drill. Matt, did you ever do Bible drill? No. I did a little bit. I was one of those nerdy Christian kids. It's all right, though. All right, we're there. Chapter 4, verses 10 and 11. Let me read. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, that's prophecies and, and messages. It's not like weird, like Greek oracle kind of things. Uh, whoever serves as one who serves uh, by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. <clears throat> to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So in that passage, <clears throat> Peter gives us two purposes for these talents, these gifts that God gives us, these abilities that God allows us to have. Those purposes are to serve one another, and I'm going to suggest that that does mean serve each other here in the church, but that also means serve our community and serve our world. So serve each other means serve mankind, serve one another. Everyone you come across, serve. So serve each other is one purpose. The other, toward the end of uh, verse 11, says to glorify God. So serve each other and to glorify God. So let's talk about that first one. Serve each other. Now, do we all have the same talents? You guys all exactly the same? No, right? It's pretty obvious, right? We don't all have uh, the same talents. Uh, You guys are at an interesting point in your life, right? You're starting to really... Uh, develop and grow more, and try, you're, you're starting to figure out whether you're going to actually be good at sports or not. 
Um, you're starting to figure out if you're going to actually be good at an instrument or not. Um, some of you might be uh, starting to figure out that you're actually good at reading and like, studying academic things and writing. And uh, Good luck for you. Um, but you're starting to develop these, these talents and these gifts, and as you go later in high school, uh, you'll figure out, oh, okay, I can actually do these kinds of things. Um, so there are these gifts and these abilities that God gives us. Now I'm talking about things like sports or band and, and all these kinds of things. But beyond that, we're also talking about like the ability to teach. How many of you guys think that you can teach? Donnie, of course. Yeah, of course, Donnie. Uh, that's one that typically a little later on you'll kind of start to develop because a lot of you haven't been put in those places to teach yet. But hopefully soon we'll get you there. But teaching... Uh, and serving. Some people have a, a gift for that and a heart uh, for serving others and doing things uh, for each other. So are these, these are the many time, uh, kind of talents that we have. So there's this one side of the, the you do you where it's figure out what God has gifted you to do and then do that thing. But there's another side of this where we see people and we go, hey, that dude is really good at football uh, and like a lot of people look at him and think he's cool and awesome. I want to be like that. And so you try to be good at football, but you're not, right? And so there's, there's this side of, hey, find what you're good at and do that. But then there's this other side where we want to be good at like other things. Like, I'm not really good at that. Like, Bossy's like awesome at math and engineering things. And I'm like, two plus two is four and a half. I don't know. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm actually pretty good at math. But uh, uh, so we can see the gifts that other people have, and, and we want those. But that's, that's not what the premise of this you do you is. This you do you is do what God has gifted you to do. How many people in here play basketball? Basketball players? Tall guy, come on. There you go. I'm terrible at basketball. Uh, I'm a fat white guy, so terrible. Terrible at basketball, all right? Uh, like literally my worst sport next to volleyball. You'll never see me shoot a basketball. Gotcha. That's not the point of any of this, but I just wanted you to know up front, I'm terrible at basketball. All right. Dribble. Pretty good, right? Yeah? All right. I mean, I'm not going to show you my dribbling skills, no. Um, so, I mean, did that act like a basketball? Did it do what it was supposed to do? All right. Dribble that. How'd that, how'd that do? Didn't work so well. Didn't work so well? Well, what's, what's this Frisbee created to do? Yeah? Supposed to fly? Yeah. Nailed it. Now, I am good at Frisbee. I'm good at that. And I don't just say that because I threw that really well, but I'm pretty good at Frisbee. So, all right, you can sit down. Thanks, man. So a lot of us might be a Frisbee, but we're trying to be a basketball. Or some of us might be a basketball and we're trying to be a Frisbee, right? When you're meant to fly, you're not meant to bounce, right? So general rule, planes shouldn't bounce, right? Um, and if you're meant to bounce, you probably can't. I mean, you can throw a basketball across the room, but it's not going to do the same as a Frisbee. It's not going to be that, right? In the same way, we have to be what we're created to be. We have to use the gifts that, we're, that God gave us and created us to have and not try and be something that we're not. So in this, as we're, as we're developing these, uh, these gifts, we have to figure out how uh, to use these excuse me for, uh, for God. And so that brings us to the next point, to glorify God. So when we're serving one another, when we're using these gifts and these abilities, 
That brings glory to God. But beyond that, it's about our focus and our, our heart, our intention behind doing what we do. How many times last semester did we talk about your actions and your words lining up? Like a million, right? You guys remember that? Uh, and so this all comes back to that. I think in a lot of ways you can boil scriptures down to a few key thoughts. And one of them, I think, is that your heart has to be focused on God. And when that happens, your heart and your words will line up. In the same way, your abilities, the things that you say you're good at and you act like you're good at, you have to use those with that, that pure heart focused on God for his purposes to glorify him. How many, how many of you guys have watched like an award show or like at the end of a football game, somebody's being interviewed or they're doing their acceptance speech and then they say, oh, and I want to thank God. You guys have seen that? You guys have heard that, right? That is not what Peter is talking about here when he says, glorify God. That is giving credit to God, but a lot, I'm not saying all, I'm not the judge of their heart, Jesus is that, but a lot of actors and football players that do that sort of thing, you can tell by the way they live their life and the way they use their talents and their abilities that they're really not focused on God. They're really not doing those things to serve others and to bring glory to God. They do give God the credit, but more out of a, maybe a tradition or just some kind of flippant statement that they say, like, oh, I'm in front of people, so I'll say, all right, yeah, thanks, God. Yeah, you're awesome. All right, and then I go back to doing whatever I want for myself, right? Or these guys do. I, I'm not famous, so I wouldn't know. Uh, lost my train of thought there. So there are these, the, those, those people, and a lot of times we can fall into that too. I've seen uh, even high school athletes on, on uh, social media They'll say, like, oh, we won the game tonight. Praise God. You know, thank God. Those kind of things. And, and they may have a pure heart. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying that, that is not what Peter is talking about here when he says, give glory to God. It's linked back to that first point, which is serving one another. When we're serving one another, we're not focused on ourselves. We're focused on others. And we're focused on what God wants us to be doing. So look at it like this. There are people, there are men and women in this church, here in Mount Zion, that are painters, that are decorators, that are electricians, that are like super nerds that build bombs and things. Um, that's crazy to me. But uh, anyway, they're, uh, these, these people have full-time jobs. They work 40 to like a million hours a week. And then in the evenings, they spend their time, several of them, here at the church, fixing light bulbs, uh, fixing technology, painting walls, uh, decorating things. But we don't see those things because we're not here. We're not here after hours. When we come here on Sunday or Wednesday, and we might or might not notice, like, oh, yeah, that bulb works now, or, hey, that wall's a different color. But these people, out of the, their extra time, when they're already tired, they've already done painting and all kinds of things all day at work, they decide to serve us by coming and taking care of the church so, we, so that we can have spaces like this to worship in, uh, to have Bible study in, and things like that. That is more what Peter's talking about here when he says, give glory to God. Now, not all gifts are, are those that are done behind the scenes. There are some of those gifts where you're put up front and you're in a spotlight. Uh, but unlike those people who just say, thanks, God, when you, are, when you do have those skills like teaching uh, and other things that, that put you in front of people, music, you have those gifts that put you in front of people, 
It's, it's what you're doing when you're there. If you're in front of people and you're teaching, but you never mention God at any point in your, your teaching, except for maybe whenever people give you an award or something, that's not giving glory to God. Let's put it like this. If you're waiting until you get in the spotlight to give God glory, then you're not using your gift, your talent, your ability to his glory. So all the way through, as we're doing whatever it is, whatever talent that God has given us, all along the way, before we get to the spotlight, if our heart is focused on others and focused on God, then that's giving glory to God. Does it make sense? i put it like this. Tonight's message is going to be really quick. I didn't have anything like super long planned because I just wanted to have fun with you guys. I think this is fun too, but I just didn't have like this deep, like, oh, this is awesome message. Um, but this is still good stuff. Um, believe it or not, I am not an extrovert. Believe it or not, I'm not an introvert either, though. There's this new category that we have broken the mold. There's this new category, and I fall in that category. It's called an ambivert. You ever heard of that? An ambivert. So you're, so you're an ambivert, myself. We're, we're in the middle here. We have both extrovert and introvert tendencies. Like a true, pure extrovert hates being alone. I love being alone, especially when I have a fishing pole. Man, I can be alone all day with a fishing pole. Um, and a true, a true hardcore introvert uh, is not, not that okay with being around people. They, they can be around people, but that it like, just wears them out. Not to put her on the spot, but to put her on the spot. My wife, she loves people, but when she's with people for more than like 30 minutes, when she gets home, she's like, oh, gosh, that was awesome, but I'm exhausted. Let me sleep for four days, and then we'll be good. Um, she's more of a true introverted type person, but I'm an ambivert, so I can kind of, I can float back and forth. Uh, here's where I'm going with this, okay? So one of the abilities, one of the gifts that God has given me that I didn't realize till later in life, unfortunately. I'll tell you a story about that in a second. Uh, but one of the gifts that he's given me is that I can relate to most anybody. I can have a conversation with most anybody on the planet. Uh, it's really cool. I don't say that to, to lift me up. It's just fun. I love having conversations with people. Um, one of the things I love doing, uh, it's like Jesse and I uh, in Texas, we actually had the, hair, the same hairstylist. Uh, he was this cool guy. had like this huge beard and stuff. Yeah, I said, I have a hairstylist. Get over it. Um, had this huge beard. He was an awesome dude. But she would go get her haircut, and she'd be like, yeah, saw Michael today. I was like, cool. I get my haircut. Come back and be like, hey, he's got a kid. He's Catholic. Uh, I, we just have these conversations, and people like to share these details. When I was in high school, though, I had the same ability. When I was in high school, I was in the band. I played soccer. Uh, so I had friends in band. I had friends in soccer, but I also had friends who were like technology nerds because I was also in that club. Um, and I had... Um, and friends who were football players or were cheerleaders. Now, I wasn't the most popular kid at school by far. I wasn't even close to that. Uh, but I wasn't unpopular, like picked on kind of kid either. I just had, I had friends in every, every kind of group. Here's where I failed. In high school, yes, all those people knew that I was a Christian. Yes, they knew that I went to church. But beyond like maybe inviting them to a D now uh, or maybe like carrying around my Bible like a good... Southern Baptist Christian, you know. Um, other than that, they really knew nothing about my Christianity. I didn't take any of our conversations into, into the spiritual conversation world. Uh, I never really shared the gospel with them uh, or any of those times. Lots and lots of missed opportunities when I was in high school. This gift 
that God gave me to be able to relate and have conversation, deep, good conversation with all kinds of different people wasted in high school. It's absolutely wasted. And realize it until later. Uh, and later I went, oh, that's what God wants me to, be able to do with that. All right. Uh, and so later in life, I worked at an AT&T store. It was terrible. Um, some people are salesmen. I'm not. Uh, and so I always had like the lowest numbers of everybody, uh, but they still made me a store manager. I don't know what the deal with that was, but, uh, anyway, so I worked at this AT&T store as a salesman, hating it, but I was in this cool and weird situation working at AT&T, probably the first time in a long time in my life. And probably since I got to be around lost people like here at the church, I'm more like with Christians a lot, and occasionally I get to be around a few lost people and that kind of thing. But that time in my life, that time that I was working there, every day I was around lost people. And people would come in to get their phone fixed or to, like, buy a cell phone and that kind of thing. Um, and, and we would do that. I would be fixing their phone, uh, or I would be, you know, trying to tell them, like, what we have. And, like, well, this is the one they want me to sell you, but which one do you really want? Because I was a bad salesman. Um, so we would, we would be having those conversations but this ability that God gave me, for whatever reason, as we would talk, people would just start telling me their like, life details. They'd be like, well, I'm getting a divorce, or I'm, I'm depressed, or my kid is doing blah, 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 blah. All these things. These people, I mean, I didn't ask these details. I, just as we had conversation, they just felt like they could share with me, which is cool. Uh, but, I, I mean, I'm just working on your phone, man. I, I don't know. Um, so a little ways into it, I realized, oh, all right, these are opportunities. And so... Someone comes in to get their phone fixed, and they get to hear the gospel at the same time. It's pretty crazy, right? And so this ability and gift that I wasted in high school because I didn't realize because I wasn't really focused on God, I was focused on myself. Later I realized, oh, gosh, God has given me this ability so that I can share the gospel with people. Right? In the same way, God has given you guys and has given you gifts and abilities, uh, whether it's through sports and so you can share the gospel with uh, your peers, your other football players and that sort of thing. Or if you, as, a, as some kind of star, get to do speeches and things like that, you can bring up God. But then the others of you have gifts and abilities that you have developed or will develop that are kind of behind the scenes kind of things that also give glory to God. So the challenge for you guys this semester <clears throat> is to start, okay? Start looking at the things that you're interested in. Hobbies, whatever it is. Start paying attention to the things that you're good at. Take those things and then think about how you can serve other people with them. Does that make sense? Don't try to be a football player if you can't run, all right? If you can't run, me. Uh, don't, don't play football, all right? Um, if you, I won't get any further than that. Um, so focus on the things you're good at, all right? Forget about trying to be like other people. Forget about um, trying to be in the spotlight. If whatever it is that God's given you brings you in the spotlight, that's awesome. But don't be worried about getting into the spotlight. Take these gifts and abilities. I know it's hard. You're like, dude, I'm in like seventh or eighth grade. Leave me alone. It's cool. I just want to do me, right? But take these things. Start Start thinking about how you can use these gifts to serve other people and to glorify God, and then maybe you won't have the same story as me, and you won't have wasted opportunities in junior high and high school. Make sense? I'm going to pray, and then we're going to move into some orders. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you uh, for your word.
that brings truth to us of who we are and, and how we uh, are supposed to serve you and we're supposed to serve one another. Holy Spirit, continue to uh, be with us as we move into small groups and have conversations about these sorts of things and maybe try and put some feet, some, excuse me, some action behind what your word has told us tonight. Christ, I pray. Amen.